Hi friends, I am so grateful you're joining me for the 15 Minutes Podcast. I am Maggie Jasper, and I have been continuously finding new outlets to share my story and the story of others. Think of this podcast as a window into reality. I'm going to be taking you into the lessons I've been learning, things I struggle with, where I find joy, and many more unfiltered truths of what we all go through as human beings. I will also be joined by many people who push me, inspire me, and want to share their journeys too. So stick around if you're ready for 15 minutes of authenticity and a tangible challenge to take what you've heard out into the world. Thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of the 15 Minutes Podcast. I am Maggie Jasper, and I will be joined by me (laughs) today. Um, I am very excited to talk about this topic. I want to share that the title of the episode may be misleading. That was hopefully to encourage people to at least get to this point of the episode I want to also make a disclaimer that if you or someone in your life has been touched by sexual assault or sexual abuse or anything um, to that nature of trauma, I want to ask you to take a big deep breath and reflect within yourself um, and then do whatever's best for you. If that means not listening to the podcast, if that means listening and pausing it and stepping away when you need to. Um, Just respect yourself on this journey. We're all at different spots in our journeys. And, you know, some people listening to this may have never acknowledged this in their life. Um, And then on the other half, if you have never experienced sexual assault um, or you don't know anybody or you think you don't know anybody because most likely you know someone, and they probably may have not told you, I encourage you to listen, at least if anything, you can learn something new. And it doesn't have to be specifically related to this. I know we've all had feelings um, of the aloneness uh, in different situations. So I encourage you to stay listening and um, we're going to jump right in. Are we ready? Is everyone buckled in? I'm excited for the ride. I'm not really sure where it's going to take us. Um, But I'm glad that you are here. Uh, So, the R word. Uh, I think most often people, when you hear the R word, I think it's talking about retarded. And today I wanted to talk about the word rape. So... On Thursday, it will have been three years since I was raped by a mutual friend. I am, one, super grateful that I'm able to say that word today because I couldn't really say it after it happened. Um, And two, I'm really grateful where I'm at in my life um, as a result of that. So I want to share with those of you who have experienced this or who are going through this or um, this has touched your life, I want you to know you're not alone. Um, I know how scary it is. I know how um, 
awful it feels. Um, and I know how hard it is to share with other people about it. So that's why I'm doing it because I want to do the hard stuff and I want to be uncomfortable because that's how I grow. Um, I didn't plan on growing through rape. Um, that wasn't my plan. Um, I've learned a lot of my life is not how I planned and I am so blessed with the life that I have because I have chosen to see the good and I've chosen to work through these things. That does not mean that I am healed. I don't think I'm ever going to get a certificate that says, you know, you've graduated from the effects of rape. I will never graduate from that. That is going to carry through my life. Um, I'm pretty positive forever and that's okay with me. As long as I continue to work through it, I know that it can be a beautiful thing if I choose to look at it that way. And if I um, see how it can help others by sharing it. So I'm just going to kind of walk through my experience. Hopefully this will be something that can teach you something or make you think about something or um, I don't know free you up free up some space because that's what these three years really uh, encompassed for me I'm sorry encompassed Um, so the morning of October 22nd I was raped by a mutual friend um I was, my friend and I drove home to my house. I immediately showered. I have watched so many SVUs, um, Law and Order SVU, um, to know that you don't shower after a rape. Uh, However, I knew that I felt the most disgusting I've ever felt in my life. And I knew I had to. And I'm grateful that I chose that. Not for any specific reason, just for the fact that I was honoring my body because it felt like it had been really dishonored. Um, I laid in my bed. My friend told my sister and my mom what had happened. They came downstairs and, you know, kept checking on me. I did not feel like I wanted to tell anybody. I didn't want to go to the hospital. I didn't want to report it. And thank goodness for the support I received because I did all of those things and those were things that I didn't really plan on doing. And that was kind of the start of my healing journey. I was blessed with some incredible nurses, some incredible law enforcement, and I know some people have not experienced that. And I want to sincerely, from the bottom of my heart, share my grief for you with that because when you experience something like that, the last thing that you need is to have to deal with somebody who is not compassionate or empathetic in any form. And it's it really is gut-wrenching that this is, one, something that occurs all of the time, and two, that people are still so negligent with their behaviors uh, with someone who has just experienced something so traumatic in their life. So I was blessed with uh, some incredible people. So I'm going to fast forward 
through the first year. The first year, my coping skills were slim to none. I got a personal trainer, worked out super heavy. I was the tiniest I've ever been. I was ripped. I mean, I was jacked and I felt great or I thought I felt great. Um, and I was really focused on the court system. I was focused on controlling what I could control because I had to monthly go to case reviews and, um, you know, drive 40 minutes from my house to go to the court to show up as a victim, which if you've ever been, if you've ever dealt with the court system, I'm sorry. And if you've ever been called a victim, I'm also sorry. I fucking hate that word. I hate the connotation that it has. I hate the, I just so utterly dislike it. Um, So I like to just replace it with survivor because that's what I am. You know, I know some people um, have experienced this and they have not come out alive. And I'm grateful that I was able to survive and I want to respect those who were unable to make it out of that situation um, because they were not victims to me. But this is all from my opinion. I was given a victim, um, victim advocate, which again, I just called her my survivor advocate, uh, who was incredible. I, so I had a year of that. And like I said, I was focusing on the court system. I didn't really focus on my inside stuff on the fact that I still felt super heavy. I felt like I was carrying a weight around, um, I was really good at putting up a front. I mean, I fooled myself in thinking that I was going to be just fine. And then in August, I was uh, told that I was able to speak and do a victim impact statement. Again, survivor impact statement. And of course, I was willing because I was, you know, the brave, courageous girl that was going to fight back. And I did that. And I went to Denny's after with my friends that went with me. I had some of my family members and my friends that went with me to support me. And one of my favorite things to do when I'm stressed out is binge eat. And so that's what I did. Um, I've worked through that as well. Um, And then I went home and I had my first panic attack. Um, Couldn't breathe. My chest like the pain, it was crushing. It felt like somebody was grabbing my chest and just squeezing it tight. Um, I was freaking out. Of course, I went to the gym. That was, I mean, it was helpful. I lifted heavy stuff and cried a lot and it was fine. Um, It was the first realization that this had affected me and that it was okay or that I knew I had to not just be that brave girl anymore. Um, and so that kind of led me into a an anxiety and depression spiral. I quickly became extremely numb. I was unable to focus. I had super bad anxiety going to sleep. Um, I couldn't work. I had to call in to work multiple days because my mental health was so not um, stable and I'm a nurse and so I didn't feel comfortable taking care of patients. 
So that happened. My family and friends were realizing that this was a serious issue, that I was needing help, and it was so hard for me. I mean, even to like make a doctor's appointment took every ounce of energy in my body. And um, finally, you know, my sister, thank God for her, um, she said something that, I mean, it hurt me, it tore me apart, and she said, I'm scared that you're going to kill yourself. I never experienced suicidal thoughts. Um, However, I know that if I continued to not heal, that probably would have been uh, where my brain went. And I was really pissed off when she said that to me. And it turned out to be one of the things that really has helped me because I realized that it was a serious issue. So I googled therapists I called them I made an appointment I made a doctor's appointment I didn't want to get on medication I was such a mental health advocate and yet I couldn't advocate for my own mental health finally I was able to do that I have today been going to therapy for two years straight and I do not have any plans of stopping it has helped me immensely and not only the rape Um, but my life, all my situations in my life, I am such a more self-aware human who absolutely loves myself top to bottom. And that is because I've done the work. Um, I also got on medication because like three days after I scheduled my therapy appointment, I hadn't even gone to therapy yet. And I was like, I can't function. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my background of how things have played out. I'm still on the medication that I'm on. Um, Again, this is my experience. Everybody's going to have a different experience. However, I feel that a lot of us have the same feelings of that aloneness, that shame, that blame. You know, I blamed myself for a long time. Uh, I do a lot of the spiritualizing. I, you know, say that this is... um, everything happens for a reason and all of that. And I, and I do believe that. However, I do need to acknowledge that this is something that really tore me up. So if you are listening and if this is something that has happened to you or a family member or a friend, I encourage you to say it out loud. I encourage you to go up on a hike and scream it out to a mountain or write it out in a letter and burn it or or call a therapist, or call your doctor. There's so many avenues for you to get that weight off. I think we are built in a society where armor seems like it's power, and I am so tired of wearing armor. I would much rather be vulnerable and share who I am and, you know, experience this life together. We are hardwired to work together, to be together in community, and It's really tough to be in community when you're not even able or feel safe to share things out loud. I know some situations, some people don't feel safe with their support system or their lack thereof support system. And just know that if you're listening and you need a support system, um, you can always count on me. I am just humbled to be able to share this and I also want to share that you know going through this in 15 minutes is really 
challenging because it's so, it's so much easier to talk about it when you're on the other side of it. But when you're walking through it, it's some of the most impossible stuff. You know, I literally was laying on my therapist's floor, like writhing, crying, you know, doing all of the things. And that is stuff that I had to let out. And I can't imagine if you are someone who is walking around with that pain and not being able to let it out. You know, having a safe space to do that is one of the greatest gifts that I've received. I hope that you can find that. And if you're someone who hasn't experienced it, um, and and I don't know from my personal experience because I haven't experienced these things, but I think that they're so relatable to, you know, having a miscarriage or signing divorce papers or... Um, you know, not being able to tell your family and friends um, that you're gay or bisexual or um, that you're transgender or any of those things where you just feel absolutely alone. I just want, I wanted to share something that's really hard. And I want to share that you are absolutely capable of walking through whatever you've got going on. You are strong And you're also a human being who deserves to share things that are hard and to be loved through them. You know, we aren't made to walk around with armor on. We aren't made to walk around with a shield over our hearts. Let people in, you know, being strong and brave is I think people get that those words mixed up, you know. Vulnerability is probably the strongest and most brave and courageous thing that I've ever done in my life and I hope that this small conversation um can give you food for thought about something that maybe you haven't shared with other people. Uh, with anyone. So I think that my challenge for you this week is to share with somebody in your life something that you haven't shared or something that is important that's been on your heart that you need to let out. I know we all have those things. I'm sure right now I could think of something that I haven't shared and maybe I need to do that. So I too will work on that. That's my challenge for you. Um, thank you for getting to this point. I know that that was probably very heavy to listen to. Um, not every week is going to be like this. This is just a week that I really like to reflect on each year um, as it passes. And I I like to share it because we all go through hard stuff and that's like that's what we do as humans. We go through hard stuff. The road is not going to be a straight and narrow path. We are asked to climb mountains and to, you know, walk through the valley. And I am going to be right there with you walking through the tough stuff and remembering that I am not healed 
100%. I am a broken human being. And I love that. I love myself and I love you all. And I hope to um, have you all return next week. Um, So yeah, work on that challenge. I love you all so much. I cannot wait to continue this journey with you. Thanks.